Our first guest is uh, a man I just have such deep respect for. His not only is it you know it's great when your heroes are nice people, you know, because we've all had that experience. Um, some of you with me, uh, <laughs> but maybe not so nice. That's my one joke that I do. It uh, if somebody says, "Hey, you know, I met you 20 years ago, and and uh, at at a gig in 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 Paducah, Kentucky." And the first thing I ask him, I go, was I nice? <laughs> because a lot of times, you know, ladies and gentlemen, back in those days, my formative years, when I had long hair and was a pudgy little kid with a gold sparkle strap, I had what you call chips on both shoulders. But I've mellowed out now, so thank you. Um, this, this gentleman is uh, not only, in my opinion, one of the greatest guitarists in the world. He's a guitarist of a generation. But... Every time I'm around him, I can't help but smile, and I can't help but tell myself, I really wish I could just have this passion for music 24-7. It's, it's, he's a joyous player, he's a joyous person, and um, please welcome to our stage Mr. Tommy Emmanuel. Thanks for doing it. Thank you, brother. Hello, hello, hello. Testing, testing. Mm -hmm. How you doing out there? All right. So Tommy, you know, like, I, like I was saying, it's like, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that happens on this cruise, I wish people could see because one of, one of the things that, well, I'll never forget is um, we had a little rehearsal uh, the other day uh, in my room. Um, it's a small cabin. It's below, below the waterline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that they upgrade me to uh, a room with a window next time. Well, you want to be able to see your chimps. Yeah, I just would like to be able to see outside. You know, they, they, they keep me down, you know, where they keep the food. And um, service. I take the service elevator, really. Um, in my room, I, I was, uh, just happened to, you know, in, the, in the, trying to put the shows together. Um, I happened to witness you and Kebmo playing guitar. And I just stopped and I looked and I was in awe because you, you two guys sat there for two and a half hours yeah. just playing music. Because we never get a chance to do that. Yeah, and, and you, you're, you're such a joyous player. How do you summon the passion? Because, you know, the music business is tough. I mean, everybody's... And, but when you get a guitar and you start playing, it's like all the problems in the world just seem to go away and you just, you, you, you channel yourself into a, a different dimension. How do, you, how do you maintain that over the years? Well, um, <clears throat> one of the best things that I've learned is that I, first of all, I need to be fired up about what, what I'm doing and I get fired up when I'm around other people. When I'm on my own, I can practice and I can play my songs or I can write myself a list of songs that I haven't played in ages and go through them and see that I can get through them in case I call on one during the show because I never use a set list, right? It's different for a guy like you or when I was playing in a band, there was always a set list because everyone else needs to know what's going next, right? When I play my own shows like I will tonight or whatever, there's never a set list. All I have to do is make up my mind what I'm gonna start with, and then away I go, right? right? So I can, 
I can, uh, I can practice songs that I haven't played in a while, but what's best for me is, is uh, what's going on on this cruise. Meeting people, jamming, playing shows, sitting in with other people, hearing other people. Um, just on Wednesday, which was a day off for me, I heard more good music and saw more good playing and singing than I'd seen in a long time. Yeah. And it just, it just filled my soul. Yeah. And I got up Thursday morning hungry right. to play. It's great, you know? You know? And you know, that's, that's the great thing about the cruise. Thank you. Thank you. It, it, you, know, <laughs> you, know, we, you know, everybody's got gigs and tours and rarely the festivals line up. This seems to be the opportunity where people you can you can see people jamming with acts that that'll never exactly. occur any other place. You know, not that exactly. I'm trying to get you to sign up for next year. But uh, yeah. I'm just saying, room service. Send me up a room. All right. Yeah, um, but, but Joe, I in what I want to say in front of these people is that when I walk on stage with you, I see the same kid that I am when I'm up there. The yeah. same kid. We just want to play and we're, and we're listening to everyone else and we're in this moment. We're present and we're enjoying every, every bit of it. Yeah. You know? I, I, always, I always equate it to the eye of a hurricane. You know, some days you wake up, it's just, you know, you're on tour or you're doing something and, and the business of music sometimes yeah. gets in the way. And I have to fight from the minute I wake up to the minute I step on stage to get into the eye of the hurricane because mm -hmm. the eye of the hurricane is when I'm on stage, that's when I'm the happiest. Nobody can bother me. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, where, that's where I belong. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm happy playing loud blues rock guitar. And yeah. then you get off stage and you're like, oh God, here comes real life. It's just the same as any other job, but you're of just course. passionate about it. Yeah. Well, I saw a, a drawing uh, and it was two circles and uh, one had like a little piece taken out, like a percentage, and it, and it was like 20%, and it, and it said, um, <clears throat> being creative, making music, doing blah, 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 and all the rest of it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? right? <laughs> and now, now we've got this big circle and a little bit of it, just like you're saying, uh, we're, we're being creative, we're playing music, blah, 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 the rest, social media. Media, yeah, you know? right. And, and that's why I, don't, I very rarely walk around with my phone um, and, and, and all that sort of stuff because, you know, I've got an addictive personality. I, I'd be on it all the time, so I put it away. It's know? all about the gram, Tommy. It's all about the gram. Everything is... Uh, I live my life for Instagram because it's all about just, the, can I get a selfie? Can I put it on Instagram? And, and, and I, I hate it's, every minute of it. It's, it's bizarre, it's, isn't it's it? It's bizarre. It's bizarre behavior because... At the end of the day, what you see, you know, if you follow me, I don't care if you do, but it, um, it, it, it's all I do is post pictures of guitars and gigs, just so, it just so, it just, okay, that's it. That's, that's, yeah. that's everything yeah. else is, is, that you see on social media is, is not a reflection of anybody's reality, you no. know? And yeah. because everybody's reality is very similar you know, and it's not, you know, people just think I just walk around with a vintage Les Paul going into Walgreens, you know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's not happening, you know I, I mean? only take a Strat to Walgreens. Yeah, you exactly, know I mean, I mean, you know. exactly. You know, if it's a pre-CBS Strat, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you something funny. I was, I was in a restaurant in, uh, in Oslo, 
in, in, in Norway and I was eating noodles for lunch and my, my lighting director, Zach, took a photo of me and I've got noodles coming out my mouth and I'm, I'm looking pretty dishevelled. I've just got off the plane. My hair's all over the place. I'm unshaven. I'm eating these noodles, right? That picture got more views <laughs> and likes than anything that I'd ever put on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. The, Go the, figure. The analytics of it is, is crazy. The, the, the most viewed video I've ever posted, not that I want to get into the social media rabbit hole, but, but the most viewed um, video is a, a video that I took of an old Fender twin after I blew it up and there was smoke coming out the input jacks. Oh. And it got millions of hits, millions of hits. And I started to think about this critically and I said to myself, I go, how shitty is my music that the most viewed video is of a fucking twin <laughs> that I'm about to catch on fire? I'm like, I'm like, man, I really gotta up my game here, you know? <laughs> anyway, um, Couple couple players I want to talk to you about because we were talking about upstairs. Hank Marvin. Yeah. And and you know it seems over here like in in Europe and the UK and Australia the shadows were they were you know, huge. They were the, the, huge. Could you imagine like um, uh, that uh, there were the shadows were they sang as well as but they were known as an instrumental band right. They had so many hits mm -hmm. that were instrumentals. Right. I can remember uh, getting in the car with my dad when I was five years old, turned on the radio, on comes Apache. Yeah. Right? We, we go into a supermarket or whatever, and there over, over the uh, uh, sound system in the supermarket is Wonderful Land. And everywhere I go, there's beautiful music. Right. You know? And that's, that's got to be the reason why... Somewhere in my youth, uh, melody, the importance of a, of a melody was more important to me than, or, um, you know, just playing a bunch of chords. Because when people would rave about certain uh, guitar players who played kind of like uh, uh, finger style stuff, I would listen to it and go, well, it's a nice bunch of chords, but where's the melody? Where's the story? Right. You know, and, and, I, and I, I didn't... I didn't sit around thinking of that. It was already in me. Yeah. You know? Because when I hear you play, you know, you're a great singer as well. Um, but when mm -hmm. I hear you play an instrumental, I hear, I hear a vocal. Exactly. And, and, and you play guitar like a, it's a singer playing. It, it, He's on to me. I, I'm on to you. I, re I remember at the, at the Chet convention. Yeah. And we're in Nashville, and it was uh, the Chet Atkins Appreciation yeah, Society. And... And we're backstage, and you grab an acoustic guitar, and you're like, and you're like, Joe, check this song I've been working on. And and you know, of course, he's Tommy Manuel, and 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 he plays like this beautiful it, melody, the Jerry Reed song, the Jerry Reed song. Yeah. And you were working on, it, and I'm sitting there going, fuck me, there's more chords in this song than I know. <laughs> and it was just like dropping a needle on a record, and and and. You know, but it was but it was a song. I could hear a, I can hear a voice yeah. in there. I mean, it's like exactly. psychosomatic. It's like you're just like okay, and that's and that's been the basis of your style for for yeah. a lot of years. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful every day. I'm so grateful to be 
born where I was born and when I was born because uh, when I was a kid, I was surrounded by great music. Yeah. You know, The Ventures, The Shadows, Dwayne Eddy, Chet Atkins, The Beatles, The Rolling Stones, uh, and then uh, Aretha Franklin, uh, and, and, and the list just goes on and on and on, and all the country music. The first music that I, I learned was Jimmy Rogers, mm -hmm. right? So I can sing you just about any Jimmy Rogers song, uh, and I can play Jimmy's part as well. Right. I also did the same thing with Hank Williams. So they were my first influences and role models as, a, as a, an artist. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, you know, I mean, you know, I came a generation after all that. Yeah. And, but I still remember hearing this music. My father's in the audience, and, and my mom's here too. Like, like, we would play records, and I remember hearing the Beatles for the first time, the Rolling Stones, mm. Jethro Tull, Thick as a Brick, you know. It's yeah. a hard listen when you're eight years old, you know what I mean? It, it it's is, a, yeah. It's a little, you know, I was like, did this song ever end? Nope. Just, <laughs> um... <laughs> Play me something with a chorus. I think you and I have the same kind of thing. It's just like I couldn't get enough of, of listening to a Chet Atkins record because it sounded better than everyone else's. Yeah. Right? And I was totally into that, right? So uh, when, I, when I eventually worked out how to play that style and trying to try to get a handle on it, then, uh, you know, uh, slowly progressed over the years... It, it became such a second nature, such a, a, an obvious thing to me that this is what I'm born to do. And I see the same thing in, in you, you know. When, when you look at the footage of you as, as a little kid playing a B.B. King song, you're not, you're imitating him in some ways because we all start out imitating someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And eventually we find our voice and I believe that that is nature's way, mm -hmm. you know. Someone has to light a fire under us and show us a way, right? right? So we get going like this and then eventually, in time, we evolve into who we are, you know? Yeah, I mean, just recently, and it's, this is probably the last six months or a year that I, you know, when I used to hear myself play, I, because I'm so intimately involved in it, I would I would hear the influences. I'd be like, okay, here's where I do it. Went into the Clapton bit. This is where the this bit. This is where that bit. You know, yeah. and and I was like, but man, I don't, I don't I don't hear Joe Bonamassa. You know, I hear bits and pieces of a patchwork quilt of all these influences. Yeah. Only about a year ago did I. Just it was just an epiphany. I just woke up and said, you know, I do sound unique, and 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 it's whether you like it or not, it, it is, a, is, a, is a take. When did when did you know? Because to me, I've always said you you came up with something that that is often imitated itself, but it's 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 all you by putting all these these parts together, you know? Um, and there's legions of guitarists that have studied your work and play like you and stuff like that, but it, there's one Tommy Emmanuel, you know, you came up with it. When, when, when did you realize that that was... Thank God for that. Yeah, right. Thank yeah. you, God. <laughs> you know, uh, I look at the, the music business like a, uh, uh, a barcode. You know, there's all those lines on a barcode. Right. I always say, you see that? 
That's the music business. See that little tiny line there? That's mm. my line. Yeah, right. I got that little bit right there. Thank you, God. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody... I mean, everybody has their own lane. That's what I love about that. That's exactly it's, it's, right. It's, I have a lane, yeah. you have a lane. And exactly. There's, and there's enough lanes in the highway for everyone. That's right. You know, it's not... Yeah. So I, I have a very serious, important question. I, okay, I, sir. I, I jotted it down. I thought I'm, really... I'm ready, sir. I, I, really hard about this. Okay. Okay. Ready? Sorry. Got to get ready for this. This is big. It's a big moment. Okay. Name a guitar player that influenced you other than Joe Bonamassa <laughs> that would surprise people that maybe wouldn't think like one of my favorite artists in the world is Bruce Hornsby not many people would associate my kind of music with Bruce Hornsby oh, I love Bruce Hornsby but it's it's one of my one of my yeah, favorite people exactly. is there a guitarist or a musician like you know did you go through your Tommy Iommi phase, is what I'm saying? Well, Paco de Lucia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Paco, for me, yeah. I, I was so fortunate that uh, before Paco died, uh, I was booked on a couple of shows in Germany, and I got to play the first hour, and Paco and his troupe played the second. And I cried all the way through his show. I was standing yeah. b behind him on stage, where the audience couldn't see me, and I couldn't stop the tears because he touched me in a place that I have never been touched before, so deep in my, my soul, and I didn't know why or what it was. I just knew that it was his music that was so deep uh, that I almost couldn't accept it. It right. was so deep, right? you know? Uh, so I would have to say... Paco is the top of my list for just sheer the beauty of of, of music and and guitar playing. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, my I remember my father wearing out Friday night in San Francisco. Oh with, yeah. with, it was with Paco and and Al and, and, Alan and John. And John, yeah. And apparently there is a Saturday night in San Francisco that they just released. So the second night they released, but <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things where as a as a player, um, I always find that it's, it, it's important to, to listen to all different types of music Absolutely. and apply it to what you're doing, you know? You, you must. You know, the funny thing is, Joe, and I bet you get this uh, uh, sometimes, people, people think that people like you and I, all we do is listen to guitar players. Mm -hmm. Nothing could be further from the <laughs> truth. When I'm in my car, I'm on the Beatles channel because I want to know how to be a better songwriter. That's what I'm more interested in than, than trying to be the world's greatest anything. I want to I be able to write something that's anywhere near as good as that. And I want to take that influence in and in and in and keep, keep the influence of all the incredible music in our world coming into me, you know? And... Uh, uh, when, when I, want a, I want my dress blown up by somebody, I usually listen, listen to Django. Yeah. You know, as a guitar player, nobody blows my dress higher than right. Django. <laughs> yeah. I'm stealing that line, by the way. It's Thank you very much.
It's yours, brother. I'm writing it down. Thank you. I'm writing it down. <laughs> well, thank you for doing this. As always, it's 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 an honor to to call you a friend. It's Thanks, an honor son. to to listen to your music and 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 I I just on a personal level, I just every time I hear you play guitar, it just makes me happy and and makes right. me want to play more guitar. And, Same here. And and that's that's a testament to you as a person and as a musician. So thank you, brother. Thank you, Tommy, thank very you. much. Thank you. Tommy Emanuel, ladies and gentlemen.